Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Today we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and uh, the title of the message is The Message of the Cross. So if you have your Bibles open, let's read verse 18 together. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. What is the message of the cross? Well, Paul declared in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verse 1, the gospel which I preach to you, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. So the message of the cross is that Jesus died for our sins according to the prophecies in the scriptures, the promises that God had given us in the scriptures. And so we know that God told us about the Messiah. In Isaiah 53, 3, he said, He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. And then in Psalm twenty-two, fourteen, it said, All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It melted within me. They pierced my hands and my feet. They divided my garments among them, and my clothing they cast lots. And so the scriptures give us this picture of the coming Messiah and that he would be a sacrificial lamb of God that he would be an offering for the sin of mankind. In Isaiah 53, 5, where it says, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. So the message of the cross is that Jesus came to pay the price for our sin. When John the Baptist introduced Jesus in John 1, 29, <clears throat> there in verse 29 he said, The next day John saw Jesus coming towards him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Now, when you think about what is he saying, the Lamb of God, why did he call Jesus the Lamb of God? Well, this is why the message of the cross was a stumbling block to the Jews because in verse 23 where it says, but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. See, the Jews couldn't reconcile the scriptures that spoke of the Messiah being offered as a sacrificial lamb to take away the sins of the world and the scriptures that spoke of the Messiah and his eternal reign. In Isaiah 9, 6, where many of you know this scripture where he says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of, uh, of increase, of his government and peace, there shall be no end. To order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward and forever. So there are many scriptures that speak of the Messiah coming from the line of David, ruling and reigning forever. And, and we know that that is going to happen. But 
the message of the cross was a stumbling block to the Jews because they thought, how could the Messiah be put to death as a sacrificial lamb to atone for the sins of mankind and rule and reign forever? How could that be? So in the mind of the Jews, it was unthinkable that the Messiah would be crucified on the cross. And so the Jews, they were expecting the Messiah to come and rule and reign and and, uh, to overthrow the Roman government. In fact, Many of Jesus' disciples thought that. They thought that Jesus, is this, uh, that Jesus was going to overthrow the Roman government and take over. And so they couldn't reconcile that. So the message of the cross was a stumbling block to the Jews. In verse 23 of 1 Corinthians, it says, But we preach Christ crucified, the Jews a stumbling block, to the Greeks foolishness. Now, to the Greeks it was foolishness because the idea that one man would die for the sins of all mankind, the idea that through the death of one man, that it would bring life to all men. To the Greeks, that was foolishness. And uh, the Greeks had many gods, and they had many concepts of gods, but the Greeks never had a concept of a loving God who would sacrifice himself for humanity. That concept to the Greek person was very foolish. And, uh, you you know, when you think about our society now, People have a lot of foolish ideas. Do you know that? I mean, things haven't changed much in 2,000 years, right? There is the message of the cross, and then there's the foolishness of the world. And, and some of the foolishness now uh, is, is pretty hard to understand or believe things that they're teaching, right? And, and so uh, when you think about in, in the Apostle Paul's day, when he uh, shared the message of the cross to the Epicurean philosophers there in Athens at Mars Hill, Uh, There in Acts 17 where Paul said, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. So they they had all kinds of gods that they worshipped. And so in case they forgot one, they just had the unknown God. In case, hey, there's a God we didn't know about. So Paul said, let me tell you about the unknown God. And he goes on and says, therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. And so they, they mocked Paul because he shared the message of the cross. And the idea that some man could die and give his life for others was foolishness to them. Now, that might seem foolishness to many in our society today. People think, well, Jesus died on the cross for my sin. That's foolish, right? But what do they believe, right? Everybody believes something. And for people who say, well, I'm an atheist and I used to be an atheist, you really believe in something. When I was an atheist, saying I'm an atheist and I don't believe in God was code for I'm a selfish, self-centered person, and I only do what pleases me, and I don't care anything about anybody else. That was what my atheist code was, right? Uh, But in, in verse 18, it says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So when it says to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. I love that because those of you who know the power of Jesus... No, Romans 1.16, where Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. It's for everyone, right? The message of the cross is for everyone. In the beginning, God warned Adam and said, look, if you eat of this tree, then you're surely going to die. And remember, the, the, the devil said, oh, you won't die. And what happened? He died, right? In Romans 5.12, he said, therefore, Just as through one man sin entered into the world, speaking of Adam, and death through sin, thus death spread to all men because all sin. So sin entered into the world through Adam. And we know that the wages of sin is death. Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. We know that. Uh, But the gift of God is eternal life 
in Christ Jesus our Lord. So the message of the cross is that Jesus came as a sacrificial lamb to pay the price for our sins. He gave his life on the cross that we might be forgiven, that we might be freed from the penalty, which is of sin, right? And so through believing in Jesus Christ, we can receive forgiveness of all our sin, right? All the mistakes you've ever committed. Now, that's why it's called the good news, right? That all your sins, all the mistakes you've ever made, you can be forgiven because Jesus paid the price. See, God doesn't, when you say, Lord, forgive me of my sin, he doesn't say, oh, okay, well, you know, you did this terrible thing. We're just going to sweep it under the rug and pretend like it didn't happen. No, there has to be consequences. And that's why Isaiah 53, 5 says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. So when Jesus was crucified on the cross and beaten, that he was paying the price for our sins. So the question is, how do you view the message of the cross? Does it offend you? Or is it foolishness to you? Uh, the message of the cross, talking about Jesus shedding his blood for the remission of sin, is offensive to some people, right? And, and in fact, not just some people, it's offensive to a lot of churches. Do you find it offensive, the message of the cross? Or are you among the billions of people who've experienced the power of God to free you from the destruction of sin in your life, right? So good, right? By believing in the death of Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for your sins, some of the most wise people, some of the most powerful minds, the most powerful intellects in the history of the world believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior, believed in the message of the cross. Now, I think it's important for you to understand that we live in a society now where a few people control everything that you see on a screen, whether it's a phone, an iPad, a laptop, or a television screen, the news, just a very few people control that. Now, here's the thing. Those people, they are offended by the message of the cross, right? They don't want you to know that there are billions of people who believe in the message of the cross, right? Do you know what the number one best-selling book in the history of mankind is? The Bible, right? You know because you go to church here, right? Here's the thing. More people have believed in the message of the cross than any other religious doctrine in the history of the world. Now, but if you go home and you watch TV tonight, you're not going to see that. What you're going to see is whatever the Bible says, whatever the message of the cross is, they're going to push the opposite, right? If the Bible says marriage should be between a man and a woman, they're going to say, no, it's not. It's between two men, two women, or maybe two women, and who knows? I don't want to go off on what they think, but I mean, right? I mean, just the, there are many, many people who believe in the message of the cross. And throughout history, some of the most intelligent, brilliant people believed in the message of the cross. For example, William Shakespeare. Some experts say that William Shakespeare probably was one of the greatest intellects who ever lived. Shakespeare demonstrated the largest vocabulary of any other writer in history. And, and I thought about Spurgeon. You know, he was a pastor. He had a huge vocabulary. In fact, when I read Spurgeon's books, I have to make notes of all the words that I don't understand. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, Shakespeare, Spurgeon. Uh, Shakespeare said this. He said, I commend my soul into the hands of God, my creator, hoping and assuredly believing through the merits of Jesus Christ, my Savior, to be made a partaker of everlasting life. Shakespeare was a Christian. He believed in Jesus for salvation. Now, I'm sure that you probably didn't know about that. C.S. Lewis, right? You know, Chronicles of Narnia. J.R. Tolkien, you guys know what he wrote? 
the movie. He didn't write movies. He wrote books, right? The Lord of the Rings. You guys all know about that, right? Uh, you guys know Johann Gutenberg? You know who he is? He's a German guy. He invented something. The printing press, right? And you know what book they printed when he invented the printing press? The Bible, right? I mean, right? I mean, and you just go on through history, right? Sir Isaac Newton, the father of calculus. William Booth, who started Salvation Army. Henry Dunnett started the Red Cross. Uh, Martin Luther King was a Christian, right? Loved the Lord. Now, billions of people believe in the message of the cross. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.